We in here. It's your boy Gutter Kane, the Gutter Man. Tuning in to Serving It Raw podcast. The one and only. Oh, yeah. This is the dude in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure the coke fire. Told the jeweler to cut some links and bring the gold higher. He want to shoot it, he hot-headed, he ghost rider. Send him through your shit like Robin Givens with the old iron. Swinging, fork in the glass pot clank. Holding the boat, they ship sinking. I make one brick two without blinking. They was sleeping, now I got them rethinking. What's happening? You tapped in the Serving the Raw podcast. I'm your host, Gutter Kane. And I got a special guest off in this thing. Yes, this boy got some high energy, man. He doing it for the, you know what I'm saying, for the Northwest hip hop. I want to uh, welcome Ty Fisher. Yes, sir. What's going on, big guy? What's up, brother? Already. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Y'all know the motto. We keep it 100, authentic, and completely raw. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, before I get on any questions and stuff, I, I see that you brought your own sticky icky, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm a I'm a good host. Oh yes, sir. Uh, with the bow on it, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, okay, thank you, little, my man. Early Christmas present. The oleum's good, or I be I be smoking that oil with that. I love. I be dabbing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So, well, that was infused. Yeah, that's one. I love it's it. Okay, man. that's All good. Right. It's good. It's good. It's a D. It's so, a D. Yeah, I appreciate that shit. Uh, and uh, let's see. Before we start, mm -hmm. uh, I know you said you ain't really a drinker, but uh, I got my uh, Olympia vodka. Okay. They're not sponsoring me yet. I'm gonna sponsor their ass right now. You know what I'm saying? But we take a little shot. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I need, I need, yeah. a, you know, I need to loosen up a little already, bit. Already, already. I like it. I ain't had the. I didn't know Olympia made vodka. Yeah, that's cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. Olympia they vodka, shot, man. Yeah. Beer down, so I mean, you better start making something. Yeah, they they, they uh they um use the the uh the water from uh the tomb water. Yep, yep. Yeah, from somewhere. Yeah, that's to, cool. to do this. But yeah, a lot of people don't know about that, man. Olympia yeah, vodka. Y'all need to and get it, in. Yes, <laughs> if you stay in Olympia, Lacey. Tumwater area, That's Thurston County, support your local people. For real, though. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to start sipping that a little bit. Yeah, man, smooth too. It's like, uh, like Great Goose almost. Okay, okay. Yeah. There you go, right yes, there, bro. All right. Yes, indeed. Uh, and the fact that I, like I said, man, I really. Appreciate you coming through. Yeah, it was an honor, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you tapped in with me. It was like, yes, sir. I mean, might as well. Oh, yeah, man. Supporting. Yes, indeed. The cranberry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. No worries. No worries. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it was like, I'm, I'm only asleep like 15 minutes away from you, so. Oh, damn. I didn't even know you were that guy. <laughs> yeah, it was super close. I was like, hell yeah. And that's you. Oh, yeah. Put it in the here. You gonna cheers it? Oh yes, indeed. Okay, okay. There you go, Bo. Ah, sir. Yes, indeed. Woo. Mmm. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's all in your neck. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sweet. I like it. Alrighty. Well, shoot. Let's go ahead and get it started, man. Okay. Started. So, Ty Fisher, man. Where, so, where you from, bro? All right. So, I was born in Olympia. Um, moved around, lived in Vegas for a little little bit, mostly with my mom. So, you know, my mom's single parent and whatnot, but lived mm -hmm. in Vegas for a little bit and lived in Arizona and then kind of cut my footing back in Olympia. 
And that's where my mom was kind of going to a community college and whatnot. And she met a she met a, a gentleman as my stepdad. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is that I was living with my grandma right on College Street. So this is like all familiar territory to me. But uh, then we moved to Shelton, dude. It's like 30 minutes that way. So oh, it's damn. like some, some small town, you know, real small town, like lumber town. So it's like not really a lot going out there, you know what I'm saying? Especially for a brother like me who's, you know, passionate about the music and fashion and just kind of just stuff that like is like isn't really around in that area. So moving out there was just weird. So I'm from, so I guess you could say I'm from Olympia, but I migrated around and I lived in Shelton for like majority of my life. And that's kind of where I grew up. I went to Shelton High School and whatnot. Oh, damn. Okay. And so, yeah, I really, I lived there for like 10 years and my mom, like, she, she, you know, it was, it was hard for her. So she found a really good, a really good man who held her down. And me and him, we butted heads, like me and my brother and him butted heads. But at the end of the day, like me and my brother would always say, as long as she respects or he respects my mother. So, like, yeah, that's why we loved him and we appreciate him and stuff. So, he held us down, though. So, shout out to Dave. He held it down. And I was in Shelton pretty much for the, like, majority of my, my time, you know? And then... Yeah, people don't know, man. Shelton is a small town. I, it, I, I used yeah. to work out there, man. Yeah, you know how it is, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird, so... I, I mean... Okay. So, what age would you when you started rapping? I've always been into music. I've just, like, kind of just always, like, you know, singing songs on the radio or just songs that I can understand. But honestly, I was always just kind of freestyling, messing around. My homies would say, oh, you know, you should make music. But I really started making music, like, I think when I was, like, like 18. Honestly, I started making music when I was 18 because um graduated high school, moved to Cali, and I did door-to-door sales out there with my brother. He owned, like, a little company with his friend. He co-owned, was, like, a pest control company. Mm-hmm. So I was just cold, cold call, just, like, knocking on people's doors and... Just talking, so I uh, moved back, and that's when I initially started making the um, making music. So I guess like you know, like eighteen, nineteen was really when I started actually like doing it and writing it, and actually kind of like understanding that I, I have a lane in this, you know. So, so you so you more of a writer? I, I, I I'm just off top. I go in the studio, and sometimes I have shit previously written. If I want to, like, it's kind of just dependent on. So sometimes I'm like. All right, I want to get this. I want to go in the studio and I want to get this song done tonight. And I have to at least that's a bare minimum of song. So I'm gonna go in there and be prepared. So the night, three nights before, I'm gonna start kind of writing, getting ideas. So when I come in the studio, I can execute. And then sometimes I want to come in there and just vibe. Like I see, I haven't seen you, my my producer, in a minute. And I just kind of want to sip and just fill out the beats. So it's kind of just like okay. I just go with whatever flow. I don't like to put too much pressure on making music or doing any of that shit because it just feels like I'm like I'm I'm putting myself in a box. I just want to be free, you know? So I go on the mic, I freestyle. If it sounds good, then I'm like, all right, write that a little bit down. I'm like, let me hit that one more time and maybe I'll piece in and then keep writing again. So it's kind of just like, uh, okay, I, I just, I just make it, you know? I kind of just roll with the punches and keep trying to go so, until something comes out. That sounds, that's that I'm like, ooh, this is kind of hard. Vibing, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's all about the vibes. I'm like a real energy, vibey, like, just all that, like, just coming together. I think that's when I make, like, my best, like, when everyone's engaged and everyone's, I can feel the vibes and the energy is good in that, in the studio and we're all just meshing and everything's looking, looking, looking good. And that's when I think I make the best. So, oh, okay. You know, I don't know. It's kind of just, like I say, however well, I'm feeling. What were some of your influences, Nick? Like, well, what, what were some of your influences growing up? Like, uh, so, um, like, Wiz Khalifa was a really big one because he just was just, he came out with Black and Yellow. I heard that, but then I really started doing my like my research and hearing other songs like Cushion Orange Juice and Burn After Roller. And he was just like a skinny nigga like me and would just smoke weed. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah, man like, Cushion Orange Juice. Man. Yeah, that's you know like, what I'm saying? Cushion Orange Juice. Right like, yeah, Cabin Fever. It was just like this motherfucker's coming out. And then he had Juicy J with him. So I just really liked how he moved. He didn't have no beef, no drama. No one really hated him. He was just doing him. He's a skinny nigga who smoked weed, and he was just making his paper and putting on for Pittsburgh. So I really felt like. I felt like really close to him because I felt like I could relate to him as much as that. But like, 
going back even further would just be like, I don't know, like Lil Wayne, you know, it's like Mac Miller, just like all the artists that just that do their own thing, that differentiate differentiate themselves. And that's the reason why we can talk about their names to this day. So just any artist that just really just kind of fucks with themselves and they don't really care and they kind of just abide by their own rules. Okay. So, you know, so and it's all fashion and rock and other alternative music, just all that shit comes together and that's what makes me. So it's like I'm not it's not just rap, it's all types of music. I'm just a real just music is just everything, you know. That shit changed my life. This music shit changed my life, bro. Like wow, wow man. Well that that actually uh puts in my mind as for, like from you saying that uh music has changed your life. Mm-hmm. Um I listened to Bandit, mm-hmm. yeah, which is your new single. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I also listened to No Trust. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing. Well, hold on. One thing I'm gonna tell you about No Trust was, uh, have you have you had like a lot of heartbreak? Yeah. Okay. A because lot of just I, like crazy shit going okay. on. Okay. Because I got that vibe from there, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, with No Trust, I felt like, um, like the the theme I kind of got from it was like you were trying to put out how like I'm in this relationship, I love you, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm over here working. I'm trying to get this meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get this bag. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to feel like I don't I don't appreciate you. Yeah. But I'm over trying to do this for us. Uh-huh. But maybe you know what I'm saying if if you feel like I'm not good enough for you or whatever like that, maybe you should you know maybe you step should away. Yeah, yeah, step yeah, away, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like when I heard the song, I was kind of like, I was like, you know, what I'm saying like bumping in this shit. And I was like, well, damn, I'm like, you know, like hell if my wife if my wife maybe I'm even making my wife feel that way when I'm on this podcast. Uh-huh. I'm like I'm gonna have to play this song for her and you shit. Really? But uh, yeah, just but like, um, but uh, but tell me about um. About those two singles, like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, as far as like the heartbreak kind of behind it, cause yeah. I kind of get that thing from both. I just feel like, man, like my whole life, I just been alone, bro. And then the people that have been close to me, I swear, bro, it's like, I'm just a real open, like, that's why I don't like to be close with people because I, I feel like I open up almost too much sometimes and like, I gets me into points where I feel vulnerable. So I really kind of try to distance myself, not distance myself, but really just stick to my, like, people that I really trust, but it's just, but like I just been like I've always been alone. Like my mom's grinding, my parents are working. I'm always just trying to do something. Like friends are busy, like alone at the crib, coming home, like making my own dinners and shit. So just like, just like all that shit that I just been going through, and then just people leaving me, and people just like my city, like my own city. Like bro, I'm just this nigga just making music, and people hating on me in my city, and just crossing me and just doing me dirty when I'm truly just really trying to better myself like I don't have any influence any intent on really like fucking anybody else path up because I'm so caught up in my shit that I like I don't even know what's going on with you so mm-hmm. just the fact that like people want to just like sly on me or hate me because of the way I look and just stupid little things that just more of insecurities and just like hatred just like a lot of hate that I've always felt like I've had and people really just I feel like I've never really had genuine people in my life and just I wanted to just speak my peace and let people know that like I'm going through mental battles like this shit truly hurts like when you fuck with people's shit that really hurts like crossing people's paths or like fucking with their home like being a home record like really like just doing shit that's like just like you wouldn't want done to you my bad I'm getting a little hot but like, no, you good. <laughs> like fucking I don't know man it's just like all that shit was just pent up and I didn't have any way of of telling people that and I didn't think anybody would want to listen so the only way I could get people to listen was just through my music was speaking the shit that I'm going through and I'm like bro like if at least one nigga can be like damn man like I'm hearing this motherfucker like he's really seeing shit like he's saying what he's really feeling as long as I can have at least one or two people feeling that that's all I can truly ask for but just the intents of those songs was mainly just like me just it was just all this shit that's just been pent up like just is hurting me that's just been like in a, in a sense, holding me back. Like, I don't need to hold grudges. I don't need to be mad. So by me rapping all this shit is like setting myself up for a clean slate. It's like, ah, 
like I can breathe now because I don't have that shit on my shoulders anymore. It's okay. like I can't talk my shit. I can't go up to you and be like, man, blah, 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 blah. So all I can do is speak it on the mic and make it sound good. And hopefully that the people they did me wrong can hear that shit and be like, dang, man, like Ty is really doing that. And I really hope that we can crush what we had and figure our shit out. But like, I, you know, it's just me just... That's my only way I could talk. I guess it's like in a sense, it's like talking my shit in a sense of just being like, this is what's going on. Without this being is how it is. Yeah, without being disrespectful, just like, listen the fuck up, man. Like, this is what's going on. And so that's the only way I can I can say that's what made me want to just want to do that shit. Now, none of those songs were like uh, undercover codes uh, to like a female and then was it? Yeah, it was a little bit. Some of little it bit, was, okay. you know, some of the shit was, some of the shit was, you know, to my ex and whatnot. Okay, to people, that, that, that's you know, what I okay. shit that, like, okay. you know, to shit like to my ex and to to the niggas who wanted to do me dirty and just like all that, just that that shit that just you know. What's good that you like? You know what I'm saying? Like you staying positive mm-hmm. and you staying on point with it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then, like I said, like Bandit, I like I like how you you know what I'm saying. Uh, you using the the melodic style. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm you know trying to come in with a little different of a of a approach and kinda a lot of people have been saying I can use my voice, so I started kinda trying to, you know, use my voice more and tackle that, you know, and try to see if I can slide into a different type of lane. I wanna be I wanna be versatile, so No, that's what's up. You ever heard of Domino? Mm-mm. Yeah, so so the the melodic style that I hear a lot of, you know, like newer newer artists use, mm-hmm. um, is it, it they're still like making it their own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like like NBA Young Boy, all them. Yeah, of course. And they all sound different, but yeah, Domino did a song. He was the first person I ever heard that actually used the melodic style. This came out like in '93. He okay. had a song, uh, Ghetto. It was like a song called Ghetto Jam. It okay. Was like a Here we go, here we go. The baby, yay, yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, that dude right there. I can't, I can't remember how the words went no, exactly, yeah. but that was like the melody for it. But um. He was the one like he in a he did another song too. Um I can't think of the name of the song uh off the top of the head. Um I can't yeah, I can't think of the song off the top of the head. <laughs> I swear but, anyway, but it had a, it was another one like that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, he used it kinda like that melodic style and stuff. He was like the first person I ever heard. He was from he was from Long Beach though. But okay. his name but his name is Domino. But uh, now, I'm gonna check that nigga out on God. Like honestly, I wanna hear out like you know, I like to do my research and definitely, you know, that's what's up. Any influences or anything like that, I can put in, you know, take under me and use it in my little like tr- my book of traits. And hell yeah, I'm gonna try to go check that shit out for sure. That's what's up. Are you working on any of So or yeah, um, I'm gonna do a little. I haven't dropped it. I've been grinding this music for like three and a half years, and I I haven't dropped one tape yet. I just been dropping singles and networking. So I really just fucking just been grinding, just dropping here and there and shit. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna do a little drop on. Um, the thirtieth of this month. It's a it's a four track EP. It's something like it's just shit that I've been I've been making like not even trying to brag or anything boast or anything. I just been like cooped up in the studio making so much music and I haven't had the confidence to release it because of just the shit that I've been going through, mental battles and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was super easy to like do this tape and then I was just sitting in my like my little studio area and I was like, damn, bro, like I might as well just drop the tape for the people. Like just give them some a little taste of like what ties on and what I've been on and I haven't really dropped it like a something like a like a project yet so kind of give it a good theme and just like let everyone know like i moved out of my hometown so the tape's called runaway so it's kind of just me just running away from the bullshit all the drama and all that shit and it's kind of just getting my foot in the door and letting people know like this is what this is tie this is the tie that like i want people to know and i'm finally comfortable in my own skin and i'm really ready for like like i posted a couple like a month back like i took a break from social media and i finally got my feeding and i just took a lot like 
a mental break. You know what I'm saying? I just needed to get my mind right and stuff. So, so you now, made me focus on, on your mental health? Mm-hmm, mental yeah. health and just like myself, mind, body, and soul. And I don't think anybody really truly like taps into those things that are like, those are crucial things. And especially in like a music, cause you're like, you gotta be the dude. Like you gotta be engaged. You gotta be there. You gotta be all on and all in at all times. So it was a lot. And so I just took a real big mental break, but all through that time I was making all this music. So now it was just super easy to just be like, Hey, I'm going to put this tape together and talk to my producer. Let's just drop it. Let's for the people, no fucking craziness. We're just going to get the cover. And it's just music to let people know like, Hey, this is what, this is what I'm doing in the new year. This is how it's going to start. Like, this is what the fuck's going on. You know, since you're, since you're a newer artist Mm -hmm. and, um, and kind of represent more of the younger crowd, right? And me being older and stuff mm-hmm. like that. One thing that I notice is is I feel like there's a there's a disconnection. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I know like recently I've been hearing like, you know, mental health, mental health and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Yeah. What type of struggles or depression mm-hmm. do younger people, you know what I'm saying, that's yeah, your yeah, age, yeah. deal with that maybe older people like myself, yeah, you know. Aren't like aren't getting no. I don't, and I think, man, and I don't. It's it's gonna be my the way I'm hopefully make money or the way I make money in the way that like that's evil and bad. This social media, pretty much, it's it's so hard. It's like, man, like you you go and you look on social media, and if you're not a very like, yeah, people might think I'm super confident, but if you're insecure and stuff, and you ain't have shit, and you see niggas out there with Balenciagas on their feet, and they looking cool and shit, and you're like, damn, man, I can't do that all the time, and just like just 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 seeing like everyone's good life and you always comparing your life to that like just always trying to trying to keep up be part of it and just like be like you want to be so like you like almost let social media rule your life because you want everything to look picture perfect you want to be picture perfect you want to like compare yourself to all these picture perfect people but in reality it's like that's their best moment right then and there you don't not know what the fuck is going on behind the scenes and so that's like what i really started to like Understand. I started to catch myself doing that, like comparing myself to these motherfuckers and stuff like that and judging and just being like not the person that I really like my mom raised me to be like. So it's just a lot of just like, like, oh, no, comparing I, and just like, just like, not I get like insecurities and just like, you know, trying to keep up and you see the next the fucking you got the island boys singing island boy like you just like <laughs> just some cr- and then you're grinding like me grinding out here like dang bro like how is this they're almost making fun of this shit and they're getting paid while I'm really taking this shit and trying to like do this so like just like comparing and just going through that and then just drama that you can like see from your people and you know just the negativity that's always on social media that's all there really is is negativity it starts con it starts like controversy that's what is that going to bring more people to jump in more type more of the topic that's going to be brought up is going to start fights people are going to keep going so it's just like so it's over consuming yeah your your generation yeah i feel like social media literally runs us like tiktok everything and everyone like compares themselves to those people that are like honestly like doing just they could be more fortunate. They could have been anything. There's 10 billion reasons why they could be doing what they're doing. But I just found myself comparing and just like. And I can know. see. And now I can like based off of you saying that. Now I can see why it's so hard for my generation mm-hmm. to, to understand what y'all are going through. Yeah. Because we didn't because we didn't grow up on social media. Yeah. yeah. So we physically had to see somebody having stuff to mm-hmm. be like. 
damn, I wish I had that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. for y'all, it's social media and it's just constantly it's there. constantly there. Yeah, just constantly, so, okay. like, always so y'all constantly get to depression. Yeah. And with like, us, it's it kind of, like, it was And it disconnects and you and shit, man. Like, you don't, okay. like, you be coming home, like, you don't want to kick it with your, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but, like, most people will come home from school and it's like, I remember when I was, like, what, 13, 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be playing Modern Warfare 2, whatever, playing the games, but I remember just, like, coming after school and kicking it with my homies, like, generally just, like, Kicking it outside, like playing basketball, like bowling, like I mean, you know, we probably go hit up the dealer, let's go smoke a blunt, like outside and shit. Like nowadays, I really don't feel like kids generally just go kick it outside. They're doing different shit, going inside, playing video games on their phones. Like they're not truly like getting it. Like I felt like I was on a brief, like weird. Like I had it where like I was outside a lot, yeah, but then the smartphones were coming out and shit. So then I kind of started getting into that shit, but like. I just feel like it just takes away from a lot of things. Like, a lot of things are just taken away from social media. It's just not very, like... It's dope because I love it and it's the way I can present myself and talk to people and stuff like that. But for a younger crowd, in the sense of being like, damn, bro, like, shit... Sometimes it's like brainwashing, dude. Yeah, it's a grift and a curse. It's like brainwashing kids, man. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but some of these these kids just be acting like they so hard and they know it and they toting these guns and they see all this shit but it's like bro like i'm not trying to be rude like even me in those situations i'm not doing that shit like it's just creating things that aren't like aren't real and you can easily do things on social media you can act hard you can get a gun you can talk your shit and no one's gonna do anything you can do whatever you want behind the camera and almost creates like an image that people can people can create an image that's not themselves and you know for damn sure they ain't gonna talk to you in person about that shit so it's just weird man i don't know i don't really like i'm a young i'm a young i feel like i'm a young dude and i'm talking like this and everyone's probably like what the hell like i feel weird talking about it because it's just like i feel like i'm like i sound old by talking about this but no it's just just shit that i've been going through you know it's just all experience and just that's not old you know that's maturity yeah okay yeah you're right mature that's what it is that's that's maturity you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying that's all it is but you know i I just wanted to ask that question because like i said not not only from um a hip a hip-hop standpoint of Mm -hmm. being a disconnection because i know a lot of the younger rappers feel like a lot of older rappers don't support them. Yeah, no, and that's true. And, and there's a disconnect, and and um, and so I I just wanted to kind of get y'all, you know, get your perspective on it, um, as well as well on a personal level because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a father. No, you know yeah, no, so, for sure. No, yeah, I, so. and I, I respect you asking me that because I feel like no, when I talk about like my mental shit, no one really like you know digs into that. Like you know, it's just kind of just. Said it, done, you know, it easy. People it's a sensitive topic. No one really wants oh, to no, get you know, into that shit. Hey, if you can give if you can give me and other viewers out there, you know what I'm saying, that's that's mothers and fathers or just people in general that just don't understand why mental health is so much of a topic so right now for younger people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to get your perspective so that even I can understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And by you explaining that social media is like I said, to to me, as after after you talked, I was looking at it like, okay, so see for us, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. we dealt we dealt we dealt with depression here and there, but it wasn't like how y'all are dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we wasn't, you know, watching the news 24-7. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. us, our news came from hip hop from rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Talking about the facts, yeah. everything going on and whatnot. But for y'all, it's like everything that y'all deal with is coming through, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. So it's like y'all see like almost like all police brutality, yep. all just everything. hatred, all 
um, you know, just everything. The and violence. it's the media too, yeah. so that's the worst thing. And then we're ah, the media. Yeah. The media is going to yeah. be showing. That's where it's like bad, bro. It's just it's negative, man. It's like it's a curse and a blessing. But man, the media wants fucking like they want to show the the shit that like Travis Scott. Like all you've heard about is bad shit. I'm not saying that it was a horrible catastrophe. Yeah, what happened to Astro? Yeah, but it's like it just yeah. keeps keeps percolating. It keeps going on, bubbling up. It keeps bubbling up. It keeps bubbling up. You hear only bad. Keep hearing. It's like okay, man, we get it. It's bad. What's good? Can we hear some good shit? What's going on? What's good in the world? Like, what's good in the world? You go on the news, you ain't hear nothing good. 20 deaths in Atlanta. You hear blah, 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 all this stuff. We had a war going on. But it's like, what's going? What's good? Like, what? what yeah. what's good? We, in Alabama, we had 20 kids graduate high school. Like, just shit that, yeah, like... But you they don't talk about the positive Right? Shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just negative, negative, negative. Yes. And I'm like... And that started consuming me. The negativity started consuming me. And then now, like... Taking a break and using social media as like, okay, I'm gonna post my shit and I'm gonna literally put my phone in my living room and I'm going to my little game room and I'm kicking it and That's my girl and I don't fuck with my phone for like three hours and I go back check it a little bit and I give myself mental breaks and I actually live in the real world and I engage and I'm with my girl and I'm not like focused on my phone a little bit and I'm with my like when I, I try to be in the moments as much as I can because it's like there's time just goes by so fast and. Everyone's on their phone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to go on your phone, but it's like, don't don't be on your phone talking to me and shit. Like, when my, like just shit like that. Like, when my girl talks to me, I almost get so mad when that shit happens. Message. I'm like, come <laughs> on now. Like, at least give me a full attention just a little bit, because I would do the same thing for you. Just mutual respect type shit. And I think it's, I don't think it's any disrespect to anybody doing that. I just think mm-hmm. it's just natural. We're naturally just kind of prone to going to our phones. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. a natural thing. We grew up with it, so... I don't know. Well, take some breaks. You heard what he said. He takes three, uh, three, three hour breaks. Y'all out there, man. Take some breaks. Go run around the goddamn block for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Let's just, yeah. Take a break from the damn phones. Go check your mail. Do something. Okay? This is overwhelming. And just being an artist, I got everybody hitting me up and asking questions and people like, you know, just all that stuff where it's like, I just need a break. Sometimes I can't like be always in that shit. It's just, it just sometimes stresses me out. I'm like, fuck, this man wants a feature, and this guy's asking me stuff, and this over here, and he's saying what's up, and I'm like, I got four DMs I gotta hit up. Like, <laughs> I need to put my damn phone. I just got home from work. I am tired, man. Like I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. But okay, well, what um, what uh, hip hop collaborations like maybe like dream collaborations you like to see for yourself? Oh, like like uh, bigger artists, like very local, um, underground, mainstream. I really wanna. I think it would be sick to get like a feature with like um, like Keyshawn. There's he lives out here in Seattle, or like Louie. That would be really cool just to work with just the local artists that are you know doing stuff out here that are That's what's up. you know they're doing their thing, and I think it's just always cool to work with local people and shout out to them. Mm-hmm, shout out to them. Um. I mean, there's a lot of artists I would love to work with. It's more of just like... In the mainstream? Yeah. Uh, uh, shit, man. A lot. I, I would say it would be really cool to kick it with, like, make some songs with Wiz Khalifa and be able to kick in the studio with him because he's just always been my inspiration. Uh, I think, like... That kind of it? <laughs> you know, no, there's a lot of, like, you know, like... I don't know, Lil Uzi, we could go like, you know, Trippy Red, I think some, you know what I'm saying, like Playboy Cardi would be really cool to kick it with those guys, I, I like, those those guys are like rockstar rage people that I really look up to, like stage presence, like you go mm-hmm. watch like them at like, at like, uh, I don't know, like Coachella, Lazapalooza, or what, all them damn events, and they are just like, they, that's where I say rock and roll and rap are like two and two, you see these motherfuckers like wearing like leather pants and they rocking out. And yeah. that shit's cool to me. Like, generally, like, I thought it was like, I was like, what the fuck at first? But then, like, 
the more and more I do it, and then I do that shit on stage, like, if you go look at my recent posts, like, I'm trying to implement that shit on my level, and, like, it changes the way, like, I make my music and everything like that. Like, I want to have more of a stage presence. I want to feel like that rock star status. So, like, just, like, those guys are very influential with what they're doing and whatnot. But I don't know, man. It's just, I just want to kick it with those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Since you say that you, like, you, you want to do the, you want to have rock and roll mm-hmm. and rap. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Like, I've been. I'm, I'm going to say this again because I said this on my episode. <laughs> okay. I said this on my episode. Everybody. Wants to know why the Northwest Mm -hmm. has not blown yet. And I keep telling them that's because they have not found their sound yet. Mm -hmm. But the Northwest sound is grunge Mm -hmm. and rap mixed together. Yeah. When you, if somebody get on the phone, call Jake One, who's been, Jake One is a high, Level producer from Seattle. He done made beats for G Unit and all that shit. And uh in the business is yep. another dude mm-hmm. who okay. Get with these producers. If you can find a way to mix grunge with rap mm-hmm. and these artists like mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. get behind that sound yes. and push that shit out, you will then have created the Northwest sound. Exactly. Okay. Because everyone wants to implement sounds that are already been created in all this other area. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like I started to take the take that the left instead of going to the right, you know, with the bandit and uh, all these other songs that mm-hmm. I'm getting into dropping in the new year that I've really started to implement all these new artists that are coming up in like LA and all these other areas that are very like that are cool areas, vibrant for the for the music and shit. So I just been trying to like use what they use and then implement it in mine and create it into something that's like me and that I find inspiring and I find cool. And so like, that's just what I found. Like you like Nirvana. I like Nirvana. Yeah. But I don't know, like, see, this is where like, I don't like to name drop and act like I know my shit, but I know that when I listen to that shit, I know some of the songs. I know some of that shit. Like I think what Sandman or some shit. Is that, is that, is that a Nirvana song? I don't know, but just shit. Uh, so Nirvana's most popular songs was like "Smell Like Teen Spirit," mm-hmm. which uh, Diamond Dallas Page from wrestling. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. He yeah. Kind of, he used that as his intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, in bloom, come as you are, mm-hmm. all those. And 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 like I said, if somebody who make beats will sample mm-hmm. some of these damn songs from Nirvana, sick. Kurt Cobain's out here, man. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? That rock star shit, bro. Like that's yeah. just cool. And and I think. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm not just talking to other like older crowds that are like that were here. And they said like yeah, um I need a lighter, yeah. You're good, bro. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I got you on the whole uh like mixing the rock and roll. So I yeah. I hope you really push that and tap into that. Now this is the little now this question right here is what I ask everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one has to get asked. What's your what is Tyfish's top five rappers? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, damn, top five rappers. Um, top five. What's your top five? Well, ask everybody that question. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This people. I think like <laughs> the one thing that's kind of messed up is I have like no old artists in my like in my it lineup, to be. which is kind of like I know, but I feel like as an artist, I should at least have like one, and I think that's my me going back and doing my research. But I'm gonna say. Let's go with, let's start with five. Um, I'm going to say, 
We'll go Playboy Cardi. Okay. Lil Uzi. I know Wiz Khalifa gonna be. Wiz here. Khalifa. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's three. Hmm. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I say we got. I say Lil Baby. I fuck with Lil Baby. He's like the truth. He really is. He's no, really no, dope. no, no. I, that's, hey, that's, shout out to Lil Baby. I, I say Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. And dirt. Or no 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 no. Let's go. Damn, I wanna see that's six because now I see. So uh, let me take off. No, you get five. Nah, but I got another artist. Oh. I say. So you said Vert. That's let me Cardi. take off. Let me take off Vert. Let me go. Cardi, mm-hmm. <coughs> Cardi, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Dirk, Baby, and NBA. Okay. NBA Young Boy. And yeah. the reason why I like those artists is because they're hard. But they're soft shit, and then when they get in their feelings, it's just as good as they hard shit. And that's why I like them artists, because they, they come from a, a hardcore background, but then they started, you know, they made their shit, they talked their shit, and then they started kind of making, like, more of, like, shit that's, like, relates to people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I mean, we all can relate to guns and violence, which is, like, perfectly okay, but when it starts feeling like heartbreak or struggling and just going through a daily day process and shit like that. That's them niggas like NBA, Lil Baby, and Dirk. They yeah. really speak that shit to me. So, I mean, I really like that shit. Just that hustle, like grinding shit. Like, oh, I'm, fu- hey, you know, no, I'm, I fuck with everybody you name. Yeah, like, I be getting mad and shit. So, it's like, those are those are my martyrs that are like my top five right now that just get, that go, get me through the day type shit. Just really listen to them and just give me that, like, that edge. But yeah, and, and so, and this is the thing. You don't have to have old any older artists. On your list, yeah. Okay, and I and the reason and I explain and I, the reason why I explain that and this is this is how I can explain to you me being a hip hop head. Oh no, no, I'm good. Okay, okay. Uh, me being a hip hop head, I can explain this to you. The reason why that's not the case is because it can be looked at two different ways. See, sometimes people be like they top five and they'll name five rappers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't be on no playlist. Mm-hmm. They don't be on nothing that they listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay? Yeah. I got a cousin right now. Uh, shout out to my cousin Leo. Leo even brought it up. He was like, like niggas be like, oh, nigga, coochie rap. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you ask you ask a nigga, when the last time you listened to a coochie rap song? <laughs> right. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the thing is, is do people, do rappers give their top five because of who they think you know, yeah. they, they want people okay. to be like, oh, uh, Rock him, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you give out the top five that you were raised on? You see what I'm saying? Okay. For yeah. somebody that That's was born, right. you know, somebody for somebody that was born in like, like, what year were you born in? Ninety-seven. Okay. For somebody who was born in ninety-seven, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to expect you, and and no artist should, yeah, expect you to be like LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. That's not well, who raised you. Mm-hmm. you know That's what I'm saying? true. Yeah. That's but facts. you still have good caliber artists mm-hmm. that you were raised on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and so you have to stay true to yourself. That's true. And so, okay, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So if Lil Baby, Lil um uh Wiz Khalifa, mm-hmm. all those are solid artists. Even mm-hmm. NBA Young Boy. Yeah. Me and him from the boot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We both from Louisiana. So yeah. those are all solid artists. Yeah. Those are the ones who raised you. Those are the ones who helped you get through the situation that you had to get through, you see what I'm saying? Facts, yeah. So yeah. those are your top five. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. So my, it, my yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. So there's no disrespect. Mm-hmm. You ever got to feel like, oh well, I didn't name no 
you know, I didn't name a Rock Kim. I didn't, I didn't name Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect you to. They, they didn't raise you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Those artists raised me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, that's fine. Now, if you, now, I also encourage for a person, it only becomes a disconnect between the younger and the older mm -hmm. artists is older artists be feeling like younger artists don't don't pay homage mm -hmm. to what they have Done. helped you. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Help you get to that point. Yeah, that's path. it. Yeah. And so if you if you be like, oh, I created this mm -hmm. and you didn't go back and actually be like, oh, you know, I actually got yeah, yeah, you know yeah, okay, then 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 that's the reason why you have somebody getting upset. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but other than that though, if if you stick if that's your top five, they all solid rappers. Shout out to your top five. Hell yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, that's respect. And that was a, that yeah. made me feel a little more, like, actually a lot more confident and yeah. just, you know, being like. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to go back just to, you know, if you just a person that's like, oh shit, let me, let me, you know, if somebody be like, oh, this person used to do, like, let's say you was rapping fast mm -hmm. and you just like, oh shit, let me go back and just check for other rappers who rap fast. Yep. Then. Th that's that's just helping you be able to pass on to somebody else. Like, hey, Twister used to rap fast. Mm -hmm. Bone, you know, yeah, Three Six yeah, Mafia. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you yeah. go, yeah, you and you go back to, you know, what I'm saying to those people. But if you just be like, well, the Migos rap fast. They the ones who created it. Mm -hmm. Then that's when like, you, right, like, you, yeah, that's know, when you start like, having you to get your knowledge yeah. and shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, I completely understand. Yeah. You gotta pay, you gotta pay respect where it's due. Yeah. Now, why do you think no, 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 <laughs> the Northwest hasn't uh, re hasn't been recognized musically? Because my like I said, my opinion was the fact that it hasn't it hasn't found its sound. Yeah, okay. yeah, but no, what, true. But what's your perspective? I think that I mean the same thing. It hasn't really found the sound, and I don't think anybody has really like captured the cult the true culture of Seattle like how it like really is you know how how cool like how cool it really could be because I feel like everyone you know you talk about Seattle I was like oh it's cool like you know it's not much and you talk about LA and everyone's like LA like that shit's cool like sunny and shit like that but okay. I just think that like you're right completely right just the sound and I think the culture and more of just like just putting on Seattle like a lot of these artists that do pop in Seattle they they feel like they need to go over to LA and almost stay in LA because there's so much more connections there's so many more artists there's so many more like just everyone is so more attracted so I feel like someone who could pave the way here and start bringing more people here bringing like hey let's let's get our foot in here this is like this is a this is a stomping ground like we could really put something different gotcha. here. it's a really good area so I think just finding the sound and someone who's just really like more of like a, a group, someone who's just really gonna like put Seattle on and keep so it movement, here. Movement, yeah, like a movement, like more of a like their fan base and everyone really puts on like a like a Seattle thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we from Seattle, bro. Like we really like you, you. You say that with respect when you talk about it. Like I'm from Seattle, man. Like wherever you're from, like I'm from Washington. Like Washington, like y'all niggas need to, you know, niggas need to step up on Washington. Like come out to Washington, like just maybe just start just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. making movements, making making moves out here and shit. I just feel like need to be more. Attractive. It needs to be more of an attractive area. Just cooler things, you know. Like it's not a. It's a cool ass place, you know. Even making bread out here, like you don't really know of them, like because of like the fact is, it's not like, hey, I'm from fucking like boom, like this is my area or whatever. Yeah. Like it's they're just kind of like making music and they don't really like care because the cities doesn't care. No one cares, you know what I'm saying? Like that's gotcha. how I feel. Like the, 
You go to LA, people, motherfucking people, you go look at Young Dolph just died that got a motherfucking street road from yeah. his name. <laughs> motherfuckers love that motherfucker out yeah. there. He really put on for his city and he gave, he made people eat. He came back to his city and he made sure people were eating out here. He got, a, he got a mural. You know what in I'm saying? LA. <laughs> like, that's like, yeah, man, like, yo. Like, like the shit like that is just like what I want. I want to be like, since I'm from a small town, I'm from Shelton, yeah. I want to be the hometown hero. I want to be able to come back and come to the high school football games and, you know, maybe get some love and everyone would be like, oh shit, Ty Fish is back, you know what I'm saying? And just whatever that feel, that hometown love shit, that would be really like an honor for me to be able to come back to my city and be able to be part of the community and be able to help out, but be able to, you know, put that shit on too, be able to come back and get a little love, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like that's just maybe some like, it's just shit I've seen like the movies and shit. It just would be really cool to come back and just get that like respect and be able to pay my dues, put my community on and put like Washington, Shelton, wherever the fuck you want to say on the map and really just keep my footing here. Like buy a home here, stay here, record all my music videos out here. All the art, all the people, producers out here start helping them out. Like y'all going to make a song like, okay, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Give me a beat that's up to my grade and I will generally do that for you if I'm able to be if I'm making bread out here, you know what I'm saying? Just help people, put more people on out here, giving people more opportunities. And that would be the thing that I would like to do if I was able to be able to make it, make it to my next step and, you know, get to wherever I need to be and give more people opportunities. You know, that would be the, my next, that would be, that's what I'm going to do for Seattle. That's what I want to do for the people of Washington is be able to get more opportunities because I don't oh, think okay. there's enough out here. So how would you describe the, the type, like the, the type of music you typically do, you create? Damn. Just like fun. <laughs> heartbreak like rage just like energetic like melodic real just wavy shit just like more of like the beat is a lot incorporated too it's not just it's not like me but it's a beat too so it's a whole like a whole thing it's like the beat yeah, I, does I as much the beat does as much as what i'm doing you know because i like that's how i when i listen to my beats i'm like dude i could listen to this beat i don't even need to rap on it so like when i listen to my shit it's almost like i'm in love with the beat and that's what helps me make the song. So like I kind of really shows you know. because I saw the performance mm-hmm. that you just had. Yeah, last uh, was it Friday? Yeah, last oh, Friday. Saturday. Saturday. No, but last Saturday. Okay, yeah. that was uh in Oregon, right? And yes, uh, and yeah, and I saw how the like the damn girls almost some of the, the girls all in the front and shit. Yeah. They're about to pass out like Michael Jackson. <laughs> like they was at a Michael Jackson concert, but and then you had like one part where you were like. You like it seemed like you was really really into your music because you was like you like was like you was sitting on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You just kind of like you know like I was just vibing, you yeah. know, just fucking and with the song. Like, it's just like I'm I don't know. That's like when I'm free, man. Like that's when I'm like, damn, bro. Like this is fun. Like I'm like so energetic and all my like all the shit that's pent up. I just can let it out and I'm screaming on the mic and everyone shows like and if if the show's right and people are really rocking with the music and they're invested people will generally give that that energy back and i can feel that shit and it's just like it's like the best feeling ever because i'm hella nervous at first but i don't really show it and i'm all sitting there like fuck 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 and then i go up on stage and then it's just like i spill it out and everyone's like damn nigga like you did that shit and i was like i don't know nigga i just did it i just went up there and just like did what i did like i don't have any way of what i do i don't rehearse i don't do anything i just all the energy that I have and everything that I do, I grind this fucking nine to five. It's all that shit that I have pent up. The anger that I have is like the only time I can truly let it all out and just be like, this is what the fuck is going on. And this is like my, I almost like 
I'm like hungry, you know what I'm saying? Like I like mm-hmm. look at that shit like I'm a wolf and I'm like fucking out there to eat. That's that's how I eat is like on stage. Like that's what I like that's how I look at it. Like hustlers hustle, they sell they dope. That's how like I want to potentially make my money is I'm on stage and I'm fucking like doing my shit for the people and, and you know, I don't know. That's like the best way I'm just fucking like You got any more shows coming up? I don't really have any. I do possibly have shows coming up. I do have to talk to a few people about that. Um I was going to say if you had you could I would shout some shows out, um, but if y'all follow me on Instagram, Ty Fisher, or all platforms, Ty Fisher, there'll definitely be announcements of shows in the future, and especially in the new year, there'll definitely be a lot of a lot of shows in the new year, just because of just, just doing it damn new year, you know what I'm saying? Everything's going to be That's popping off. What's next for you? Uh, well... What's next for Ty Fisher? What's next for me? Um, In the new year, I'm going to drop a tape um, to... Or February twenty second, uh, two thousand twenty two. So it's two 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 two. So it's kind of just some weird shit that I thought of, and I thought it was cool to be dropping on the same numbers or some shit. Okay. So that's gonna be like my tape. I've been like investing my time in, and just something that like is something that I'm gonna try to like you know obviously budget out and just do my best as like a man and as like someone who really is prideful about my tape. If you do my best to be able to get it to where it needs to be. I don't, I'm not expecting anything of like this big blow up or I'm going to be the next superstar. I just wanted to no, be somewhere where niggas can <laughs> respect like, my shit. You know Okay, what I'm so saying? you have the, so you have the EP mm-hmm. that, it's just drops. something, yeah, it just drops on uh, the 30th and that's just like a four, it's just a four track, like little tape thing. Like, uh, is Bandit on this one? Uh, no, no, that's just a single. I'm, just, a single. Dro- I'm yeah. just dropping all, like, I've been, I said, I've been dropping music in a minute. I've been just making music. So all this shit, all this music that I'm dropping is generally just shit that I've been, like, had stored up, like, okay. kicking it. Like, it's not like, it's shit that I'm like, hey, hit my nigga Kevin up, hit my nigga Mackin up. I'm like, y'all can finish the touching on this shit. Like, I'm trying to drop it. I got a cover, shutting them the cover. Oh, it's green. And then it's just dropping it. Okay. So, so you got the EP, mm-hmm. which is the four songs mm-hmm. that'll be dropping on the 30th of this month. Yes, sir. Okay. And then you got, um, the the tape the tape mixtape the mixtape that's dropping on two two February twenty second you can just say it like that so many twos right yeah that's crazy no that's tight though and then uh and then um is that pretty much it that you like so far that you know for oh yeah and that's just pretty after that you know it's just pretty much keep grinding the music keep staying solid and being consistent like I said before um I took a mental break. And my goal is really just for myself is just to stay consistent and just to keep just keep pushing on. I have a lot of music and I just need to have the confidence in myself to be able to drop it and just stay consistently just doing this and just have the faith in my have faith in myself. And that's just really what I'm going to do. And that's what I've set myself to do. And I don't know, I just set a lot of high standards for myself, but I've been executing them. And I'm ready to just take it to the next level in the new year. And that's why I'm setting myself up for success. Pretty much. That's what's up. That's so, yeah. Up. And I'm just trying to just really just invest myself and just invest my time right and just invest my money right. And just, you know, hopefully that this this year is is something to remember, you know. All righty. Well, shoot. Do you have any shout outs? Anything you want to you give to anybody? <laughs> shout out my nigga Mackin for always, you know, being there, setting up the studio. Shout out my nigga Kevin. He's the producer as well. Um... Shout out my moms, uh, yeah, holding it down always. I love her, and you know, just shout out the people, all my fans. Like, appreciate all the support, everything y'all have done for me. It's been it's been a long journey, but you know, we're gonna take it to the next level. Shout out my nigga Gutta for setting this oh, shit really? up and giving me an opportunity out here in out here in Olympia because I just recently moved out here, and just for the love of the people, just keep grinding and keep doing your thing. Well, shoot, I appreciate you coming through. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, like I said, man, uh, I think you have a, a grip of talent. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's good that you're, you're actually, you know what I'm saying, working on your mental health, getting everything straight. 
You know what I'm saying? But now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's time, time to start, take it over. It's time to start putting that shit out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time to really, you know, take it to the next level and, yeah. you know, do my thing. Alrighty. Well, shoot. Thank you for coming through, man. Yeah, thank All you, right. man. All right, yeah. man. We up out of here. All right. Show you how to love mama. If you don't know, money makers rule the world, math class. I